0: Welcome to Metal Minutes by Cornerstone Building Brands, a podcast series where we talk about hot topics in the metal construction industry. Welcome back to another episode of Metal Minutes by Cornerstone Building Brands. I'm your host, Lexi, and this is part three of our Lessons Learned from COVID series based on our recently published white paper. In part two, we spoke about the impact of COVID when it comes to human resources, including safety protocols, identified obstacles, and lessons we learned along the way. Today we're covering a big one, technology. Uh, We'll discuss how COVID affected the IT department and how we were able to keep our systems up to standard at the peak of COVID, including some advice to take with us. To help me do that, I've got Tyler Harmeyer. He is the director of IT here at Cornerstone. Hi Tyler, how are you?
1: Doing well, how are you, Alexi?
0: Doing well. I mentioned earlier that this episode is gonna be a big topic because technology is one of the main contributors to the way we do business. And that's not just us, it's for every business in existence, but COVID really took our normal way of doing business and turned it upside down, would you agree?
1: Yeah, I mean, technology's been drastically impacted on, on the way we've done business prior to COVID and how we're conducting business post-COVID. One of the the big illustrations that we can use to to show the difference between pre-COVID and post-COVID is you know, most of us remember prior to COVID, we, very few of us had interaction with with teams or uh calling via our soft phones or, or our computers we we were hardly doing any video conferencing or wor- working from home now today that that landscape's changed immensely we're starting to return to office uh we're trying to conduct business the same way that we've done during the pandemic uh what which included the some of the same technologies that we were were quick to roll out because we had to during covid such as Those same ones, video conferencing, uh, Teams calls, et cetera. Our infrastructure that we had prior to COVID was set up and and specced out to support pre-COVID infrastructure requirements. Due to the nature and what the, the pandemic hit much of the nation and the rest of the world, we all had to rush to roll out tools that could help us operate efficiently, remotely uh, to protect both our employees a- and our uh, our business processes and applications.
0: That's great. Uh, so can you describe the strain that the pandemic put on companies' IT infrastructures, maybe specifically construction companies' IT infrastructures after the pandemic began?
1: Yeah, so I think the, the construction and manufacturing industry as a whole, you know, they typically lag behind in terms of investments and in, infrastructure and technology over the, the past couple of years or decades in some cases. So as we transition to more of a remote workforce, we still have to have plant workers in place, um, but a lot of our, our shared services across multiple organizations you know, went to lockdown and started working remotely. And we look at a lot of the tools that we, we leverage Today, even post-COVID, thinking of you know Teams audio, video abilities to VPN and and be able to work remotely, those demands greatly increased during COVID. Uh, so, thinking about infrastructure that most of these organizations have at, at at these different sites, really truly hadn't got much attention until COVID. So, trying to put new technologies on top of aging infrastructure. Was a challenge for most organizations as they had to up, upgrade their foundational systems to be able to support both remote remote workers and new ways of working, um, and, and new tools that the different departments and teams were implementing throughout the organizations.
0: Did working from home complicate those matters further, or um, was that something that we were able to kind of take in stride?
1: You know, at least for us, uh, working from home, uh, it kind of did both right there was a big rush in the beginning um, to roll out so, some new tool sets um, and some cloud hosted uh, applications uh, for people to be able to work from home and, and communicate a lot of companies use zoom uh, we use teams um, the, At at the point in time we were still in our infancy of rolling out teams so we had to get that out pretty rapidly and get the, the community accustomed to using it. I think that was a big learning curve, not just for our organization, but for, for most organizations on how to work um, intelligently remotely u- using those new tools and, and capabilities. But ultimately it it really didn't put much of a strain on us, us from a pandemic standpoint until people started trying to return to office and function the same way they had been. Uh, working remotely for the past year and a half, two years.
0: Okay, no, that makes sense. So, in your opinion, how can construction companies take a more proactive approach in their IT infrastructure instead of the reactive approach that we saw a lot during the pandemic?
1: Yeah, so that's a good question. You know, I, I, I think companies can be proactive by diligently uh, investing into their IT platforms, uh, infrastructure, applications, and services, right? A lot of us uh, in the construction and manufacturing industry like to say, if it it ain't broke, don't fix it, is the the running motto, right? But in today's day and age, technology advances on a a day-to-day basis, and we we see it a lot in cybersecurity areas, right, where organizations fail to uh, adopt the, the new norms or implement the new security policies or standards or replace aging equipment that exposes them to uh, potential security threats. So I, w- I would say making sure that you're on a, a rolling refresh, whatever that is for your organization, whether it's four or five years for, for certain assets, making sure that you're doing regular uh, quality checks on your equipment, just as you would do safety checks. Um, and ensure everything's in in good working order. You know, for us, we, you know, had challenges securing equipment. So making sure you have either access to equipment on standby if something fails, or you have a good backstock to support if a critical system or application were to go down um, and that you're not constrained by supply chain issues.
0: Yeah, that's great advice. So now, you know, standing here where we are two and a half years after the emergence of covid what are the most notable changes that IT departments um, have made across the US?
1: You know, I think uh probably the, the most notable is the, the spend um regarding IT. Uh kind of as we touched on earlier, there's been a, a lot of investment in IT uh over the past two years. Um, one to enable those remote work from from home, but two, as we support the the return to office and people trying to work the same as they, they did in the past. So when we talked about it earlier, we talked about how majority of these sites in, in the construction manufacturing industry hadn't been touched in years or decades. So during the COVID pandemic, we rolled out a bunch of new tool sets, as many new organizations did. So that aging infrastructure at the sites, as people began to return to work, no longer supported the new capabilities. So as we were coming out of the pandemic, we realized that, We had to invest a substantial amount of money into our existing sites to take advantage of capabilities and functionalities that were not there prior to the COVID pandemic.
0: Okay. So thinking back to 2020 and 2021, when COVID was ramping up and was at its peak, what were some of the biggest obstacles that you and your team faced in the IT department with the rollout of work from home, uh, server limitations, et cetera?
1: I, I think our biggest challenge you know that we we continue to face today. I, I mentioned it earlier was the supply chain issues uh we We have some cases you know where where people are ordering laptops and it's six months plus uh we we We've done what we can to secure machines and devices for new hires and we we've got safety stock of those, but anything special order outside of those um, continues to be a challenge.
0: okay. Now, looking back over the last few years and taking into account everything that we've learned, how would you say that COVID has affected not just our business but the entire construction industry in the long term?
1: You know, I that I, I think that hits home on all the topics that we've we've discussed today. You know, it's it's not just us struggling, you know, construction industry, manufacturing industry, but is always known for, you know, being one of the the last to embrace technology, right? It, it's it's use and abuse your equipment until it dies. And so what the industry is tending to do as a whole is they're reinvesting in technology throughout this pandemic. One, because they have to, because they've modified the way that they they work pre and post pandemic. And, and two, you know, to to be a competitor and in, in our space, ultimately today, you know a lot of your your competitive advantages, how you can go to market quicker and easier. Um, and a lot of that is through uh, technology enablement.
0: Yeah, I think it's safe to say that we're definitely living in a, an age of technology. Everything is right at your fingertips at any moment. So I would say that that makes a lot of sense. So if there was one piece of advice that you could give in regards to technology or lessons learned from COVID, what would that be?
1: One recommendation across the board, no matter what organization you are, how big or how small, right? Uh, we've all seen it, especially during COVID. There continues to be bad players out there, um, and, and bad players always play on the, the weak. Fortunately for us, we're we're big enough to have a cybersecurity team and implement uh, new policies and procedures and conduct audits on our, our security postures, but remain diligent out there. Regarding uh, you know anything that looks suspicious, uh, one of the, the biggest things that comes across, many of you have probably been educated on uh, phishing attempts or malicious links that are sent via email by people pretending to be someone else. Make sure that you're you're, you're regularly changing your passwords. Uh, make sure you're reviewing your security policies, and you know always report any suspicious activity to your uh, IT teams to uh, ensure that you're able to catch those bad players before something turns malicious. I think that's a pretty relevant in today's day and age. We've seen it happen to pretty much every major company in the last few years.
0: Kind of going back to basics there, right? Absolutely. That's great, Tyler. Well, this has been a great conversation today. Do you have any parting words for our listeners?
1: No, I think that, that pretty much encapsulates it all. It's a ever changing environment. Uh, I'm sure we'll continue to have lessons learned as we, uh, go on beyond the the COVID era, but it has uh, fortunately or unfortunately helped expedite a lot of our initiatives and technology. And, you know, a lot of those will be realized here with it are currently being realized and many of these other projects are are set to be delivered in the next 12 to 24 months.
0: Sounds great. Well, I really appreciate you joining me to discuss this topic. I know that this one is, like you said, ever-changing, but it's ever-growing as well, I I think that technology is always going to be something that we need to be discussing in our businesses always and keeping it at the forefront. So um, I really appreciate you providing us some insight into your world.
1: Yep, no worries. Thank you.
0: Hey, fellow metalheads, thanks for listening to our episode. For more information, visit the blog section on our website or visit our podcast page for similar topics. Want to become a metal insider? Sign up for our newsletter for exclusive industry news and updates.